You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Give the Lord a praise, amen. Look at two or three people and say amen. Get ready to receive. Tell your other neighbor, if you don't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I want to I go back to focusing on the bill part of our win, build, serve, and send. Uh, we'll have our Christmas messages. I'll bring some messages on Christmas. Amen. And uh, we're working on doing a, a live drama for Christmas Eve for us, amen, on that Sunday before Christmas, or it's not Christmas Eve, but the uh, service before Christmas. So we're working on, on presenting a drama this year on Christmas, amen, all focused around the Grinch, amen, and the Grinch's heart and what God does. And hopefully some of us Grinches here will get, get right, amen, hallelujah. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say he's talking to you. <laughs> I'm just playing. Don't turn them. I don't want fights. Amen. But I want to go back to the, our, 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 our wind bill serve sin and, and, and go back to the building part. Building uh, disciples in order to make disciples. How many know that we need to build in order to make? Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, things are not going to get done automatically like that unless we're building. A city's not made a city until someone builds a city. And so the building process has to happen first in order to make more. And that's what the, the Lord says to go make disciples. Go to every nation, every neighborhood, every city, every byway, highway, wherever you want to go and wherever we need to be and go make disciples. In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 10, verse 1, amen, I'm going to read a passage of scripture there that will help us to focus on what I want to minister today. Amen. And it says this, as a dead fly causes even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. Amen. I want to minister a message entitled, How Good Is Your Credit? How good is your credit? Well, some of us, hallelujah, can sing some blues to that, amen, and some people can dance and sing to that, amen, but, but, but how good is your credit, amen. Now, let me first start off by saying that, that entering heaven is not based on your credit score. Come on, somebody say, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. Now, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't work on your credit. Now that you're saved, come on, don't, don't, don't think, well, God can erase all that too, amen. He took all away my sin, he'll take away my bad credit. No, we, we got we to gotta work our, our, our way and get our scores up higher. But, but the kingdom of God is not based on your credit score. 
Hallelujah. He came for the sinner. He takes us, amen, give our hearts, amen. But the question is, how good is your credit? Today I want to look at the credibility in the kingdom of God. Actually, your credibility in the kingdom of God. How good is your credit? See, the definition of credit is this, amen. It says the quality of being believed or accepted as true, real or honest, reliance on the truth or the reality of something, amen. Disciple-making carries with it some important responsibilities. Can somebody say amen? Especially if we're in maintaining the respect of those that we lead. Church, if credibility is lost, so is the opportunity of making disciples. Our entire ministry and destiny, listen, is linked to our credibility. If I mess up, if you mess up in an area that affects credibility within yourself or within our church, whether it be in leadership, whether it be a, just a faithful member to the church, it can cost or damage us in everything that we do. See, there's a lot of Christians out there today that are bankrupt. Listen, church. People listen to what they see more than what they hear. Come on. Take a note of that. People listen to what they see more than what they hear. It's hard to follow people that say one thing and then do the other or the opposite. Come on, somebody. Come on. We need to understand that our life, somebody say my life. Come on. Our life is a sermon. We are constantly preaching our lives by the way we live. Listen, trust and confidence are very fragile. So once it's lost or damaged, how many know it's very hard to restore? A quote from Martin Luther King says this on leadership. It'll be popped up right now. In ministers, nothing is seen more easily or more quickly than their faults. He's talking about the inconsistencies in the lifestyle or the character of a leader or those that are disciples of Jesus Christ. In their personal dis disciplines, in their unwise decisions, in their misuse of money, in their character, in the way they walk, in the way they think. See, some men, someone may be doing a lot of right things, but how many know it only takes one wrong thing to discredit you? Come on. Which can, can, which can cause credibility on disciple making. See, understand nothing you say will repair credibility. Your actions or what you do is what counts the most. It's like saying to your spouse, sorry. How many have heard that before from your spouse? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But how many know that actions are stronger than words? Come on, don't, don't, don't tell me you're sorry. What? Show me you're sorry. Hallelujah. Come on, start doing the opposite of what you were sorry for. Come on, somebody. Married people say amen. Come on, spouses, hit your spouse. Hallelujah. And say sorry afterwards. Hallelujah. Mean it. Amen. 
But to be a disciple maker, look it, listen, you must understand the importance of what you do over what you say. In disciple making, you must understand the importance of what you do over what you say. Come on. The Bible gives us so many stories of leaders who lost credibility. Come on, King David. Come on, how many know that he had great blessings and favor with God, but one night affair with Bathsheba damaged his credibility, damaged his family, and almost ruined the kingdom of God. Come on, and it followed him, church, let me tell you, the rest of his life. On his children, I mean, it, it, it doesn't just go away, church. These things come and they affect the, the things that we do. Come on. See, consequences for your action reach far beyond you. The Bible says that King Joseph, uh, King Je uh, Je Je Jehoshaphat, <laughs> I need some water, hallelujah. We're talking Chinese here or what? King Jehoshaphat, see, I'm going real fast again. Jehoshaphat. King Joe, we can call him King Joe, amen? Come on, he's been responsible for restoring the spirit of revival and the truth of God in the land. But he was drawn into an ungodly alliance with Ahab. And because of his ungodly relationship, his credibility was ruined. 2 Chronicles chapter 2, verse uh, uh, 9, uh, chapter, 2 Chronicles 2, 19 to 2, it says this, Jehu, the son of uh, Hananiah, the seer, went out to meet him. He goes, why should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord, he asked the king. And because of what you have done, the Lord is very angry with you. And because of this relationship that the king had, uh, this friendship that he had with the world, amen, because of his unwise decisions, uh, his failure to think it through, church, uh, his leadership was damaged. The king did not look at the consequences that lie ahead. Galatians chapter 5 verse 9 says this, that a little, le uh, little ye uh, yeast, yeast, hallelujah, works through the whole batch of dough. Come on. It's the little things that we do sometimes, as the, as, as the Bible says, amen, it's the little foxes that, that, that spoil the vine, amen. It's those little things that sometimes can discredit us. From all the things that we do right, the inconsistencies in character, uh, in personal discipline, in unwise decisions, cost and damage credibility. Come on. Don't raise your hand on this, but how many of us have made unwise choices on purchases that have ruined our credibility? Come on. Well, I was missing. There was a whale right there, hallelujah. <laughs> okay. Well, I was waiting for you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and sometimes we get into these, these, these contracts, we go into without thinking it through and not looking it for the long haul. Because these consequences on bad choices affect us far beyond our reach. Choices that you make today affect your future, affect the things that you do. So sometimes you've got to really pray. That's why you've got to pray, is this the right house? Come on, somebody. Is this the right time to buy the car? 
Come on, this is the right time to make this purchase or do this or do that. Whatever it is, is it the right time? Is it a God time? Can I, can I, did you weigh it all out? Or you ever just say, oh, we can do it, we can do it. And you convince your spouse, and after a year, I thought you said you can do it. <laughs> and pretty soon you don't weigh the cost. So guess what's happening in that household? There's fights going on, conflict going on, this is that. It's because you did this. And then all the, pointing, the, the finger pointing come, at, come out. And pretty soon we're kicking the dog. He had nothing to do with it. Poor peanut, amen, hallelujah. My dog gets it all the time. That's, no, no, no. Now that's why his face is like that. It wasn't me, amen. The dog is getting old, amen. The dog is getting old. Consequences, consequences for your actions reach far beyond you, church. The impact of what you do affects the lives of other people, especially the ones that you're leading. Whether it be in ministry, whether it be in your own household, they are affected over your choices. How good is your credit? See, in the nature of leadership, what you do has impact beyond you. What I do now has impact beyond me. Amen. So don't think that whatever, you can do whatever you want and think that you can talk your way out of the consequences. Come on, you can't make a bad choice and say, well, God, can you let me off on this one? <laughs> Come on, can, can, can you give me a pass on this one? You, you, can't, you can't talk your way out of the bad choices you made. There was a, a famous quote by Forrest Gump that said this, stupid is as stupid does. Now, first let me let you know that my wife doesn't like me or my kids saying stupid. But I think it's appropriate to or right to say that many people lose credibility by simply being stupid. Come on. Or either, either being stupid by either speech or by action, because stupid is as stupid does. The Bible calls it folly, which means this, a lack of good sense or sound judgment. There are some things that people or Christians do that, let me tell you, church, is flat out dumb. I'll stop using stupid. But dumb, come on, somebody say amen. Come on, don't look at them right now. But there's, there's things that we just do that are flat out dumb. Listen, failure to think it through or think of the consequences of the action before it happens, amen. I, I, I have said I have done things personally without weighing the consequences. I've gotten a little wiser as I've got older. And I realize I really have to watch what I say and what I do always. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit that's always there to help me. You know, I, I, you know, I, I really do think before I speak now. I mean, there's times where I just speak it and, and it doesn't, I don't speak it in a wrong way. I don't speak it with evil intentions. I, I speak it without thinking. Come on, anybody agree with me? 
Hallelujah. Just, just three of us. Amen. All you guys are liars. Hallelujah. Let's deal, let me preach on honesty right now. Come on. How many have done things without thinking about it? Said things without thinking about it. How many know once you say that it's, it's kind of hard to grab it back, right? Man, you, and then, you ever get to the point where the Holy Spirit says, don't do it, don't do it, and you hear him, you say, I'm not going to do it, then you do it? Don't you hate that? And, you, and you're already thinking, man, this is what's going to happen once I said it. I mean, I, I'm thinking, I said, why? Because of the flesh, because us, because of pride, because, man, everything that's in us that's opposite of God, that's inside of us, that we don't control and maintain, we allow that, that man or that woman to rise up and say the very thing that the Holy Spirit said, don't do it. He's like, don't do it, don't do it. And you're, and then he goes like this, once you said it, you're on your own. I'm out, I'm tapping out. You're going to have to face the consequences. Right? That's why I tell my kids when they were young, you better watch what you're saying. It's going to come back to bite you. Don't, don't say it. And then they will say it. And I had to pray hard for them, for God to fix them after that. <laughs> they turned out okay. Come on, they're all right, they're all right. They got a little twitch, but they're all right. <laughs> Church, we've got to weigh the things that we say. I, I don't know about you, but one of my prayers now, I want to be a better listener. Come on. I want to be a better listener. I want to hear the whole story before I speak. You ever, you ever cut somebody off that's trying to say something and you cut them off? And, and you're trying to just, instead of hearing the whole story, and I'm learning to do that, amen, and I've fallen short many times in that area, amen, and my wife can amen that one, amen, hallelujah, where I just didn't listen to the whole thing. And I'm trying to just, I grab a word and I say, blah, 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 blah. And, and I say, well, you didn't even hear it all. And, and, and by that time it's too late, well, well, tell me. No, I don't want to tell you. And now we got more conflict, amen. And so I'm not thinking, the con I'm not thinking about what lies ahead with the consequences of what I'm going to do right now. Because we get into a place, and I'm a very, I'm a very moving guy. I'm always moving, thinking. I'm, 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 I can't relax, as you notice. Hallelujah. I have to always, I'm always thinking. I'm thinking the future. I'm thinking ahead. And so when something comes in that's real serious, it, it, it takes a while for me to, to, to turn down. Some of you guys need to turn off a little bit. Hallelujah. Come on, put that sleep moke. We don't, we don't want to go into a sleep mode, man. We want to grab a hold of everything. And some of you guys got to just, we got to pause you. I wish there was a pause button in all of us. That'd be cool for spouses. That's all you would hear. That'd be great. Uh, you're just laughing, man. We need a pause button or, or, you know what, a reboot. Remember reboots? Remember when you were... Playing a video game, amen, and you were like, man, and, and all of a sudden you were losing, reboot. Let me start over, amen. Let me start over on this game. I'm losing. I'm about to die. Hallelujah. Huh? They still have it? No, we don't have it, amen. Some of us, we need a reboot, amen. You need to start over, amen. You need to say, stop what you're saying right there and say, God, I want to start over right here before I say, boom. Be, and just be. 
be like if you just came out of Sunday service each and every time. That we, we really need to watch what we're saying because we don't really weigh the consequences, church. There are more people that have ruined their credibility by just dumb mistakes, actions, or words, if we can be real. One failure, listen, church, can overshadow all the good things of a leader or a good person, good things that a good person does. Can be overshadowed by one bad thing. Come on, church. All of us, I want you to look, look back. Look back in your life. All of us can look back in our lives, our ministries, and say, man, I did or said some dumb things. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed, amen. I, 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 I've said some dumb things, things I wish I would have turned around, wish, things I wish I would not said. But, but once they're said, they're said. I mean, I, we have all of us. And those dumb things sometimes have what? Created problems that we are still facing what? Today. Man, I got some things from my past, amen, I can't get rid of. It's, they're done. They're spoken. I can't do it. I can't just say I'm sorry. I got to do it by changing my actions. I got to do it by doing something different and get my credibility back and bring my, my credit score a little bit higher in my character. And sometimes, how many know that takes time? Come on, it's not overnight, amen. You cannot go and say, you know what, come to us, we'll fix your credit in 10 minutes. It's a lie, hallelujah. Come on, you, none of that, once the credit is bad, it takes time to rebuild. That's why those that have bad credit take seven years to clear that out if you don't try to work on it and fix it. Seven years, it's a new thing. Seven years, amen, it's biblical, the seven-year thing. It's a new thing, amen, a new thing, a new start. All your credit is erased. And, and the same thing goes in our, in our nation today. But the thing is, we start over and what? We mess up again. Credibility is lost again. And we're wondering why we can't have certain things in our lives because we have, we have messed up our credibility. Why we don't have certain things in our home and our families because why? We have messed up our credibility. And we need to work at it, church, and build it back up. And you can earn that back by your actions. Not by your words, by your actions. If we would have been used, if we would have just used a little bit more wisdom, if we would have really thought it through a little bit more, if we would have not let our emotions drive us or pride get in the way, I would not have said that. I would not have done that. What am I saying? I would not have Facebooked it on, 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 on a media. People, people now say things wrong on social media. Come on. We just say things that we're not even thinking the consequence. We post an emotion and don't think the consequences. You know, when people are posting these things, man, I, I, I really, I, I, I don't get into no debate over social media. I don't answer these things. I don't do these things. I don't give my opinion over these things. You're way, opening way too much things. And, and, and you're, you're not looking at the consequences from what you're saying. Those are, there, are, there are right platforms to take care of those issues. The world does not need to know those. Just the people around you. Those are the only ones that are affected. You don't need to invite the world into your situations. Blasting wives and spouses and all kinds of, 
Come on, guys. We're, we're, not, we're not thinking of the consequences. Your personal credibility, church, affects a number of areas. We as Christians and disciples of Jesus cannot entertain stupid. I'll say it one more time, baby. Come on. Our credibility affects our, your family, affects people at church, people at work, your brethren, the ministry, amen. All are affected, listen, by the example that you set. How good is your credit? And I'm talking kingdom business here. I'm talking credit score. I really want you to start to look at yourself right now and evaluate how's your credit score in the kingdom of God. If it was, if it was rated in the same system it is with our credit right now, where will you be at? And be honest. Give yourself a score in your mind. Come on, are you in the 500s? Come on, are you 750 and I higher? Are you up in the 800s, amen? Excellent. Come on. I think 900 is the best credit score that you can get. Come on, how good is your credit in the kingdom of God? And be honest. Now that you thought about it, how many can work on it? Come on, raise your hand. It's okay. My hand's up. I'm not a perfect 900. I'm, I'm working towards the 900. I'm working to get better. I, I know I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not bad, bad. Right, babe? She's my credit bureau, amen, hallelujah. Everything gets reported to her, amen. <laughs> I've taken some dings in my credit. I've taken some hits, but I, I worked it back up again. You know, this, this is what we got to do, church, in the kingdom of God, amen. How good is your credit? Because we got to understand that everything that we do affects it. Affects other people around us, amen. What kind of, I said, what kind of, I said earlier, I ministered a few weeks ago about what kind of example are you? And I asked you to do something the very next day. I wonder how many people really did it. Asking God, how is my example? My great example, God. Because if you ask God, guess what? He'll tell you. Some, some things we don't ask God because we're afraid of the answer. But I don't know about you, but I, God, if there's flaws in me, I want to know about them. And that's why I pray the prayer that David prayed. God, search my heart, oh God, and see if there's anything inside of me that's wicked, wrong, and put me on the path of everlasting. I, I don't want, see, David made mistakes, but that credit, that, 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 that one bad mistake that affected his credit score, affected him the rest of his life. Though he maintained it, though he brought it up, though he was a man after God's own heart, because he was a man that knew how to repent, but it still affected his family, his kids. His kids had to work out and fix their own credit score because of dad's credit score. Come on, somebody. Let me close with this. Gandhi, how many know Gandhi? He was one of the most respected leaders in modern history. Not only for his life, church, but also in his ideas and his message to the people. And I want you to listen to this. Although he was Hindu, Gandhi had a very close connection with Christianity. He admired Jesus very much and often quoted passages from the book of Matthew. When a missionary named Stanley Jones met Gandhi, he asked him, Mr. Gandhi, 
Though you quote the words of Christ often, why is it that you reject becoming one of his followers? And Gandhi replied, oh, I don't reject Christ. I love Christ. It's hard. It's the many of you Christians that are unlike Christ. He said, if Christians will live according to the teachings of Christ, as found in the Bible, all of India would be Christians. Listen, church. Credibility is needed if we're going to win our families, our friends, and people to Christ, and to be a disciple-making church. The question is, how good is your credit? I mean, that blew me away when I read that of Gandhi. He says, I love Christ. It's you followers are so unlike him. That if we would simply be the example and live the way God tells us to live, he said all of India would have been saved. I wonder how many people are not being saved because we're showing a bad example. And because why? We lost some credibility. We did something wrong in their eyes that just wrote it off and said, man, I would have, but because of that, you lost credibility. And I know that we all make mistakes. And I may know that, you know what, maybe our credit score is a little low today. But I'm here to let you know the Holy Spirit can help you raise it up. Not by saying what, but not by doing what we say, by doing it. Simply doing it with our actions and living the way we need to live. And being that example of Christ to this world. See, as I said earlier, your life is a sermon. And if you can just simply just live for Christ the way you need to live and talk the way you need to talk and walk the way you need to walk, how many know that you can win so many Christians or so many people to Christ just by the way you live? You don't have to preach one word. You will draw them by your standards of living. And then that allows you to minister to them and make, those, and make a disciple. So let's just live the way we need to live and raise our credit, credit scores. Yeah, well, what we said to right here, you know, I like what my son brought out on this, on this graphic here, on, you know, on credit. I, I throw him my, my message, amen, beforehand he preached something. But that's really what we did when we got saved. We agreed to Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God, I'm going to make, make good from here on. I'm going to give you my life. I sign it. I sign it over. I lay it down just as you lay it down. And we shook hands with the Holy Spirit. We shook hands with Jesus. We shook hands with the Father and said, you know what? I'm in. But how many can hear say, says, man, I, I messed that up. I messed up the credibility on what I agreed to do. Church, we've got to get back you know, back in the day, that's all that was needed. There was no signed contract. It was just two men agreeing and saying, you know what, I'll, I'll pay it back. And it was a handshake. And, and that's, the, the, that's all that was valued. There was a value in that handshake. Today, man, we can't go into the bank and shake hands. Hey, can we shake hands on that? Uh, yeah, I need your blood. I need, I need, I need your firstborn. I, I need, <laughs> there's all kinds of things now. 
right there, you know what that is right there with a the handshake? It's my word of mouth. It's, I'm, I put my word on this. And that's all that was needed. And God does that to us. He says, that's all I need is for you to simply say it and live it. That's all. He's not, he's not asking for anything else. By the handshake, we need to go back and serving God that way and say, and then mean what you're going to do. You can take this to the bank. I'm not going back to the world. I'm not going back to that thief, that liar that almost ruined my life. I, I, I'm grateful for the Savior. And though I'm weak, and though, but when I'm weak, he's, I'm strong. If we can draw the Lord, amen, every time, do I fall short? Yes, we fall short. But we get back up. We don't stay falling. We get right back up. We bounce back up. Do we have emotions? Do we get angry? Yes. There's nothing wrong with anger. You know what? Sin in your anger. You know? We, we got we to gotta think things out, church. And watch what we say. Because we'll lose credit. How good is your credit? Amen. Let's all stand up.